And we are back for another edition of the Michigan Recruiting Insider. Again, you might think, is recruiting even going on? Is there anything to talk about with recruiting? Of course there is. There's always something to talk about with recruiting. Last week, it was the sit-down with Jordan Acker about NIL. Again, we will have frequent NIL updates as it feels like there's there's some things on the horizon as Michigan uh, hired a consultant over the summer to uh, really dig deep into the state of NIL at Michigan compared to the state of NIL elsewhere and figure out where they need to get better and how they can get better. And I imagine it won't be too long in the future uh, before we hear about how they're going to implement some of the, how they're going to put to use some of the findings, implement some changes. So that is in a future episode right now, though, as we get into the recruiting insider with a home game means visitors and visitors at a time where there's a lot of talk and a lot of chatter about Michigan. Joining me to talk Michigan recruiting here on the Michigan Recruiting Insider, like they always do, is the best crew in the land on the best Michigan site in the land, starting with Bryce Marich. Bryce, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, I thought we were supposed to rest during a bye week. No, sir. No, sir. Didn't happen. No such thing. <laughs> right, Steve? I mean, it's Steve Lorenz. Uh, everywhere you look, it's uh, Michigan is stealing signs like no one steals signs, right? I just, it's so, it never happens in football. Granted, maybe Mich- maybe Counter Stallions was taking a, going a little above and beyond or a lot above and beyond, depending on your perspective. But at the end of the day, we're still talking about stealing signs. That, if that changed the game, Steve Lorenz, I would say they would have speakers and helmets. Or everyone will be wearing wristbands. Clearly, they have not chosen to do that. How are you? Great. I'm calm now. I got I got all my stuff out with Zach, and I literally just got done recording. You'll have to listen to our podcast. I uh, finally got my chance to go off on the stupidity of a lot of this, most notably the coverage of it. Um, yeah, you kind of sounded like Allen Iverson with that one, Sam. <laughs> We're talking about – we're talking about stealing signs. Totally, but totally agree. Um, yeah, actually talking to recruiting will be a nice, uh, a nice like breath of fresh air, uh, you know, compared to what's gone on the last week or two. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We will talk impact of that and the impact of what looks to be on the horizon. And that is a hardball contract extension folks. If you like this podcast, be sure to rate it. Be sure to review it. Be sure to tell all your friends about it. They can find it wherever they get their podcasts. That's Google, Spotify, iTunes, all of the platforms. Of course, if you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like the videos and subscribe to the channel. That way you'll get a notification every time we do a new episode of this or any of the other programs. And then, of course, where it all goes down, where all the inside dirt comes out, is over on the MichiganInsider.com. Right now, a 50% off annual subscription. And at a time where you're trying to separate fact from absolute garbage, that's where you need to be is the MichiganInsider.com. We will always shoot you the absolute real. And so with that, let's get real about uh, recruiting to this point. Bryce, we've said it's been very, very quiet, very, very quiet with visitors. The first two games, you know, they they self-imposed the ban. And then after that, seemed like the focus was just backloaded as far as visitors are concerned. And so Ohio State will be the big game. It looks like it's going to be some guys, at least committed guys, trickling in this week. 
Yeah, I kind of want to give a timeline of where recruiting has kind of went since this whole sign stealing things happened. So once that happened, I kind of reached out to some of the most of the commits in the class, just kind of get their thoughts on it. And the overall consensus so far has been we're not, I want to say word, they're keeping an eye on it, but we're not wavering. We're still committed. We're still locked in. We're still solid. So that's the first thing to take away from this. Second thing, Michigan imposed a two-game recruiting visit ban to start the season. So, you know, that's one thing I was kind of wondering. Are they going to have guys, like you said, Sam, come up for this game in Ohio State? Are they going to take it away? That's not the case. They're still having guys come in this week. The third thing to note is during the bye week, they easily could have these guys or the coaches not go up, you know, not go to high schools, not check on guys, you know, for high school games. Just stay back in Ann Arbor. Do whatever you got to handle with the investigation. Go from there. All the coaches went on the road recruiting. So those are three things to kind of look and consider of how the recruiting process with the Michigan staff has proceeded since the allegations have come out. But as you mentioned, they are going to have some recruits up on campus this weekend, starting with Jane Davis. I want to say this is actually first game this pretty season. sure it's his first game this season so that, i i think that's big deal he's have has had a great senior season he's been up huge numbers his teammate janet goodwin the four-star wide receiver commit will be along with him he'll be coming up and a couple other guys to know avery gash top 247 offensive tackle in-state kid class of 2025 this is now his second game he came up for the indiana game I know Michigan, uh, Ohio State, Michigan State. He's a Michigan State legacy recruit. Notre Dame. He's he's got the who's who of you know programs coming after him. He will be on campus. Dwayne Galloway, four-star cornerback from the Columbus, Ohio area. He's been a fast riser, speedy guy, six foot, one hundred seventy-five pounds. Ran the hundred-yard meter dash in a ten-four-two. That's win aided, but that's still fast. Regardless of win or not, that's fast, right? Man. So he can move, and this is a guy that Michigan kind of get got on the mix. I want to say a month or two ago, but since then he's probably picked up another thirteen offers. So he's exploded. He'll be on campus. Carter Smith, he's a four star quarterback, does not have an offer. He's in the class of twenty twenty five. Michigan, Kirk Campbell's kind of the quarterback coach, has been quietly kind of monitoring his progress. Checked on him during the bye week. This is a guy they really like. I wouldn't be surprised if they went ahead and offered him following this weekend's trip. But before anyone freaks out, Bryce Underwood is still the number one target at quarterback. But, they're you know, they're not putting all their eggs in that basket just in case you have a Dante Moore situation again. And you had a couple other guys visiting as well this weekend. But overall, it's a solid group coming in. And I think the big thing going forward is to see how Michigan handles the distraction. Because you know coaches, players, parents coming in this weekend are going to be asking. Absolutely. Concern. And yeah. that's what they're going to have to address. Yeah, no doubt. Um, actually, for as far as distraction goes, I think it it's something that, 
probably affects the coach. Well, I don't even know. Well, probably to it. It affects the coaches more than the players because, you know, the coaches had to go on a real recruiting. We talked about this last week. They didn't go in high schools. I mean, it was just like super cautious. You know, they didn't want to have anybody misconstrue a bump and call it a meeting or anything like that. The players are like, I mean, not really paying attention for the most part, except to when people say oh, they're only winning because they're cheating. And it's the, the strange thing, Steve, is my sense that I've gotten from them is this, this kind of they were already a tight knit group, already a close team, already a motivated team. But it's sort of amplified all of those feelings, the, the feeling of brotherhood, the, the, mo- the motivation factor, right? You know, that just that chip on your shoulder. All of those things have kind of been enhanced with all this chatter like they didn't win these games by four touchdowns. So what are we talking about? They would have won by three instead if they didn't have, you know, an excellent side-stealing scheme, according to, to, to people. That's what we're talking about here, Steve. Yeah, then the bye week, the coaches would have been safer just taking stacks of cash and throwing them at the players that they were recruiting. That would have been a better strategy as far as the NCAA is concerned. So um, missed opportunity uh, for them in that regard. But no, but no. Uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely think the team is going to rally around this for sure. Very fascinated to see – well, if we even hear anything from prospects, maybe they're like, you know, because, yeah, like you said, it's natural that they're going to ask. I mean, uh, Michigan is recruiting their players and or children. Uh, they're going to want to know what's going on with the program. So that'll definitely be uh, a, a small storyline on the recruiting from the recruiting angle to kind of keep an eye on. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, the coaches, I think, are probably more than prepared to answer those questions for these guys. And, and, you know, it, it's actually not the, it's a pretty decent weekend. I mean, a couple other guys that, uh, Eli Owens, four star tight, a couple tight end, they have a couple top tight ends coming up. This is a weird tight end cycle, uh, that we usually at tight end, there's not like a Brady priest corner, a guy that we like kind of know is going to commit to Michigan, uh, at some point, like there's, it's very wide open. Uh, so Eli Owens, a four star out of Tennessee who, is fascinating because he really is more of, I think he's more of like an H-back style, but he has everybody after him. Normally the big-time tight ends are your 6'5", 6'6", receiver-based guys. Uh, He can catch the ball, but he's built more like an H-back style. So Michigan battling Alabama, Ohio State, some others in that one. And then Marshall Pritchett coming in out of the – what's it, Raybun Gap in Georgia, the same school that Marlon Klein attended. Uh, you know, another guy I feel like if this visit goes well, I think he'll be at or near the top of their board uh, at tight end. So, yeah, no, very interesting uh, weekend. And, and, yeah, like I said, it'd be interesting to see if we are able to glean anything of value uh, from the prospects coming out of this as far as Michigan's outlook on this. And, and kind of what the message is right now. Yeah, a couple of interesting ones. It may be the case, uh, you know, had not heard any confirmation of a plan before this. It may be the case that Marianne Stewart makes it back up. This is an interesting time because you do have other schools trying to jump back in on guys. And I'm hearing some things about Wisconsin trying to jump back in on him. Makes you wonder if if you got a coach there that's kind of leaning on his Buckeye roots a little bit. You know, was he was he one of the complainers? Who who are these coaches that are complaining 
about Michigan? Is it really all of them? And if it's all of them, why not say it? Why not stand up collectively as coaches if you have the cover of your brethren who all feel the same way? Then why is it held in secret? You know, why, why whisper in the shadows? Come right out and say we have a problem with Michigan. If everyone has a problem with Michigan, right? Michigan is the team on the outside of the brother. Shouldn't you show solidarity? Shouldn't you come out and lend voice to how big a problem this is? I don't understand why all the secrecy. The power of an- power of anonymity, right? Yeah, no, the uh, it's it's almost like it, it's really it's almost like a uh, you know it it's technically in all of their vested interest to see Michigan not do as well because they'd be easier to recruit against. Like no matter how it happens. It's, it's so it's an easy opportunity to go anonymous and just say I can't believe this, right. you know this is terrible. How how you know I, I laugh in a, you know at the the health and safety of the players' comments oh about that. I mean you have got to be kidding me. Like you know even Matt Rule who came out like last week or so and had a very felt like he was definitely one of the coaches when first asked about it. Like a guy who was like answered it in a way that was very clear that pretty much everyone does this, uh, the way he answered it. But then he was asked again, which one of our users rightfully pointed out, technically Nebraska's still in the race in the Big Ten West. So his tone was a little bit different, and he mentioned about you know following the rules and looking out for the health and safety oh of the God. players. And I'm like, come on, Matt. I was like, Matt. You had all our whole. You were a hero on our message board for like three days because of your comments, and uh, you know he's got to go the the uh, Michigan sure. State route on it. I guess I give him credit. I give him credit for for stepping out, talking about it. Yeah, talking about it. Absolutely. You know, at least you put your name behind it because you know, all these coaches talking about it in secret. A couple things come to mind for me. It's that you don't really want people to know that you're crying over this, right? Because people still, they, you, you capture the code signs in little league football. So that's one thing that people are going to start looking at you. Like you really, you really talk. The, the signs really made a difference in a game that you lost by 30, right? Like, or 40, whatever it was. Stop it. Michigan is destroying teams. Did it really make that much of a difference in these games? Did it really make that much of a difference in an Ohio state game where Ohio state said, we knew they were trying to steal our signals. And we changed them up. I, what is the difference? I mean, there's video going around on Twitter right now of Stallion standing next to Jesse Minter. And I guess he said, you know, it's, it's going to be a run to the right. And then you got all these people. Oh, oh, wow. Look at that. Maybe he decoded the signs in the game. That's the only thing that makes sense because they changed their signs up, which all these teams have a sign stealer guy. And so. If a coach comes out publicly and talks about it, though, then they got to answer questions. Hey, so do you have a sign stealer guy? How does your guy decode signs? Right? No, but they don't want to answer those no, questions. No, but but Sam, only seventeen of fifty coaches polled by the Athletics said that they have a sign stealer on staff. How we did, after after the same outlet published a piece two years ago where they said uh, it's about eighty five to ninety percent of the programs in the country have a dedicated sign stealer. You know, now it's the Anonymous coaches were all that number is literally less than half now. Okay, yeah, got it. Right. <laughs> you see how ridiculous this sounds. I know we went off on a tangent. So it does lead somewhere, though. You mentioned Jaden Davis Bryce. He's coming to town. 
there. I don't know how much this sort of impacts his his mindset or thinking as much as the other piece of news that's running concurrently. You have this sign gate that pushed down the extension of Jim Harbaugh, right? Pushed it down a bit. Now, if you follow us on the MichiganInsider.com, you know they what was paused is not paused anymore. They hit play, and then they hit, like, double speed. Like, it's it's going fast. And so a big deal for, for Jaden, a big deal for all these recruits, and this was a big deal before he committed. Hey, what's the status of the extension? I think they're, I mean, I think he's going to be told. I think Jim's going to tell, oh, man, it's going to be done any day. And, and that the impact that that will have on recruiting is significant as well. That's big news. I mean, the word I've been given around other commits and other people, prospects, and kind of looking at that situation is essentially assurance. You know, if they get that assurance that we know Coach Harbaugh will be back on the sidelines, it's a big deal because he's a he's a pub, public figure that as much as, you know, people want to make a big deal of who he is and what he does, he's got that name behind him where – people are just gravitated towards good or bad. And when it comes to recruiting, that can be a big deal. You know what I mean? There's a lot of coaches trying any way they can, either getting fancy cars in the field or having dogs or doing whatever, just trying to get an edge in recruiting. But if your name's out there and you're bigger than others, sometimes that's the edge you can have. So I think just the, the contract alone and having this get done if it didn't, that cuts back a lot of the distractions, a lot of the BS that some people might be throwing out there, and the negative recruiting, because as we all know we talked about this on the last podcast. This is bulletin uh, board material for other schools. Sam, you already mentioned, potentially Wisconsin kind of reentering the mix with Marriott Stewart to kind of flip some of these guys, to kind of get in the ears, to kind of say, hey – Maybe there's turmoil in uh, Ann Arbor. Maybe this is not the perfect situation. Maybe they might get hit with bull bans or scholarship reductions or who knows what could happen. So if this were to come up and kind of squash all them, you know, rumors and all the things coming up, that's a huge deal in the recruiting trail. You know, and it gives those guys, not only the guys, but the parents, the high school coaches, and even the trainers that assurance that there's stability in Ann Arbor and that I think that's what when it comes to recruiting that's what guys really want and so you, you definitely security like you said assurance that's a big deal but you also are looking for some momentum I'm not you know I don't know how much momentum they can they'll catch here in 24 I mean they're still working on getting nitro tuggle to that to the uh to the Ohio State game. Uh, I know Ron Bellamy was out seeing uh at their game at, at Jojo Edmond and Nitro Tuggle. He's out at their game uh during the the bye week. Uh, those guys have have gotten close. And so you know maybe there could be something there and I continue to believe that with how well Roman is doing that that has weight, right? Uh but I I really feel like the early momentum that they get in 25, Steve, off of this could be really significant. There are two guys I have in mind that that this could make a huge difference with 
right out the gate. One is a guy that's slated to come to the uh, the Michigan-Ohio State game, a kid out of out of Choate, right? Will Black, a 6'7", 295-pound uh, offensive tackle who is a huge Michigan fan, a huge Michigan fan. And I and this is one of those guys who I think is like early in the recruiting cycle. So the, you know, the full eval, the eval is going to change because you look at his offer list, Steve. It is, I mean, you got Michigan, you got Bama, you got Notre Dame, Penn State's offered, Florida, Florida State have offered him as well. My, the Miami's offered, Texas A&M is offered. I mean, this dude has a gaudy offer list. And I was talking to Brian Doan about it. He said, man, the, the guy is such a huge Michigan fan that if he came to that Ohio State game and had a really, really good time, that that guy is like one of those guys that you could really <laughs> – it could go really, really well. Let's just put it that way. And having Harbaugh locked up uh, with an extension, I think that could go a long way towards that. So that that could be a momentum guy for them, Will Black. Yeah, I'd say, you know, you talk about Avery, is it Gash? Bryce, yeah. I mean, I think those two guys are probably two of the top three or four tackles or offensive linemen on their board, period. I agree with Black. Classic three-star who should be a four-star. Uh, right now, I think we have him as, as a three-star, correct? Um, either way, a guy that, yeah, Michigan's been heavy after him since the beginning. And also, like you said, and I think Brian's report, it sh- it's shown through Brian's report that I think Michigan might already be ahead in that one anyway. If they're, right, if they're not, they're right. I mean, it's, it's them tied with somebody else. I mean, it's uh, one of those situations. So, yeah. Big, I mean, that'd be a big one because, uh, yeah, it's this has been – the 24 class is almost done, right? I mean, it, and it has been. That's sort of the thing where it's like uh, – and they had the two games they weren't allowed to host anybody or they they self-imposed, they weren't hosting anybody because uh, this has been one of the slowest – probably the slowest stretch for any two-time defending conference champion in history. Uh, Recruiting-wise, there just hasn't been a lot going on. But, yeah, these next two – Visiting weekends are I, – I, I'm paying way more attention to the 25 class than the 24 class uh, for sure. I think Steve Wilfong reported that David Sanders will be back up, right, for the Ohio State game. I obviously think Michigan – you know, that one's going to be tough just because he's he's that good and all those schools down south are going to want him. I do kind of wonder if Clemson taking a crap – could have maybe helped Michigan there a little bit. He seems to like – I don't think Michigan – this might be one of those where – Michigan's higher than what they're perceived right now, but also maybe a situation where like actual NIL will play a role, right? Again, he's the what number one or number two prospect in the country. It's it's going to be a factor uh, in some capacity, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking much more at what happens in 25. Like Bryce said, did they offer Carter Smith this weekend? We know Bryce Underwood is by far the number one target, but do they expand the board just a little bit there with Smith, you know? And so, um, George McIntyre, the other big-time quarterback thereafter, should be up for Ohio State as well. So, yeah, I mean, 24, it's like we're picking – there's like a handful of names really in a, in a couple positions that we're looking at. Otherwise, it's all about building that – yeah, building momentum for 25, and, and I think the contract extension would absolutely help them uh, in a lot of those races, I feel like. Yeah, you mentioned Bryce uh, before we talk about you know, his, his upcoming decision and Harbaugh's impact and the extension impact on that. 
A word from our great sponsor, Golden Limo. I've been telling you a lot about the Golden Experience, uh, safety, luxury, uh, you know, the the car service, the bus service, that transportation service that Michigan rides on. You may have seen them tweet out uh, the business trip they went on for their last game, Michigan State. They ride on Golden every single week, whether it's right to the big house or it's up the road to Michigan State or it's over to the airport where you can ride on Golden too. Sat down recently with the owner of Golden Limo, Sean Duvall, to talk about the Golden Golden Experience. And so here he is to tell you about it in his own words. Here is Sean Duvall from Golden Limo. You have invested a lot of time and energy in making the Golden Experience different. Yeah. So if you can explain to someone who hasn't had the experience what it's like and why it's different, how would you do that? It's just a formula for us, um, and it's kind of really basic and simple and almost common sense. It's a clean car, on time, with a professional chauffeur that knows where they're going. There's a lot of components that make up what a clean car is, what on time means, what a professional chauffeur means. But when you put it all together, it's that formula that if we uh, keep to that promise, our customers are going to be really happy. And, um, and we always remember that it's, there's a person in the back seat. There's a person, a lot of times, who booked the transportation for the person in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And both of those people have to be really happy. So our booking experience has to be really it well is. done. Um, uh, the billing experience has to be really well done. But then that person in the back seat that gets to experience the one-on-one with a chauffeur, they never see me, they never (laughs) see any of our billing people or reservations, they only get to touch Golden through that chauffeur. So we put so much time and energy and effort into our chauffeur team because we want them to be the stars. They're the talent of Golden Limousine. And that's what we we create. And that was Sean Duvall from Golden Limo. You can experience golden limo yourself or any of your transportation needs by going to goldenlimo.com. that's airport transport that is uh you know bus trips i hear some of the parents are going to be using a, a taking a golden bus to the penn state game some of the player parents so uh, they ride on golden too and you can ride on golden as well so talking about bryce underwood he's gonna make his decision as we announced back in the summer he came on and told us it was going to be january 6th he recently re- reiterated that date to Steve Wolfong and said his decision is coming January 6th. The For Jim Harbaugh's extension to be up in the air when he makes his decision on the 6th, I, that that's just, you know, if there's an NFL dalliance going on at that time, I think that hurts Michigan's chances. So now, uh, with the way this is looking, is that's going to be determined. That's already going to be determined the extension is going to be done, and that is huge in a race where, you know, you got some heavy hitters. Uh, you got you got your Ohio States and Bamas and all the big timers in there, but the schools that I feel like are the top competition, this is my opinion on the matter, the top competition for Michigan, in my opinion, LSU and Colorado. Colorado, even after they got a quarterback, still, I mean, Bryce is better, right? So, well, I think it's something that will be uh, on the radar. Do I think it'd be a deterrent? I, th- I would think Bryce would think I could go there. I could go to the class and that other dude to just drop out. <laughs> right? 
I, he might have a point, right? So this is huge to get get Jim's contract extension out of the way. So, you know, he's going to be there. You know, Kirk Campbell's going to be there. You know, Ben Herbert is going to be there. That's the triangle for Bryce in Ann Arbor. Those are the three main guys. And by Jim signing his extension, you're pretty safe bet. Because let's say, let's say Sharon goes on to be a head coach. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but I, I mean, the his number two right now is Kirk. So, you know, you're, you're feeling pretty good uh, if you're, if you're Bryce about the coaching scenario at Michigan, if Jim Harbaugh signs his extension, in my opinion, guys. Has to be right. I mean, and, and <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if the NFL rumors would still be manufactured every off season. Like they have for at least now, not every, we know we talked to Minnesota before, but like at least most of the off season where it's been brought up almost every year in some capacity. Right. Uh, feel like those would really start to die down, uh, you know, provided the parameters of the contract are in the ballpark of what we'd expect, I suppose, right? So, yeah, I mean, it goes a long way. It would go a long way with Underwood and pretty much, again, any other elite guy that they're recruiting because Harbaugh is the initial draw to what brings kids in to want to play at Michigan just because, you know, of the success they've had. All of the pros – He's produced at Michigan, back at Stanford, and even the success he had in the NFL. He's a guy that knows the pro game and knows what the pro game is looking for. Uh, you know, so there's you know a lot of reasons why Harbaugh is is really one of the main draws at Michigan, if not the main draw. So, yeah, it would probably take a load off of the assistant's shoulders and having to answer questions about. You know, is Jim going back to the NFL? You know, like they, they'd probably be able to finally put all that to rest, or at least they'd think they would. So, uh, yeah, no. But with Bryce specifically, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, you want to have all your uh, your eyes dotted and your T's crossed before he makes a decision because, I mean, he's a guy that could really uh, keep things going. I, I kind of feel like so. Yeah, imagine the competitive dynamic with. Jaden this year and Bryce next year it'd make for an epic epic quarterback battle and then you say let the let the best man win and see how it goes um you know quarterback battles like we saw in the late 90s when there was a guy named Tom Brady now he rose to the fore at the end right he was in the battle with Drew Henson who uh coincidentally to me Bryce is the best player out of the state of Michigan since Drew but that's who Tom Brady competed with and, and you know he he was a starting quarterback. There was a little there was a little wavering and waffling on that, and they lost that Michigan State game. And then Lloyd said, "You know what? No, 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 no. And let, let TB12 is the man. And TB12, I tell you what, if the ball isn't hiked over TB12's head in the next game, because they lost the Michigan State game, and Tom was bringing them back. Tom, I saw you. You had him, Tom. You had him." And he hiked the ball over Tom Brady's head. If they don't lose the Illinois game, Michigan State, Michigan State was on one, right? They Plaxico Burris, they couldn't check him, all that. But if they win the Illinois game, Michigan is playing for the national championship, in my opinion. The one lost Michigan team playing for the national championship. And by the end of that season, you look at Tom Brady in that Orange Bowl, people talk about his mission. You saw 
the Super Bowl, you saw the makings of what Tom Brady was going to be in that Orange Bowl, where he brought Michigan back from two touchdown deficits twice in that game. I remember people not having faith that Michigan could beat Alabama, and he brought them back twice in that game. He came to Michigan's rescue. Well, he came to TMI's rescue recently because people have been asking, hey, are you guys going to have an app? Are you ever going to have an app? Where's your app? And we didn't have an app, right? We got great. It's great on mobile now. TMI is great on mobile. So if you go to MichiganInsider.com, you look at it on your phone, it's outstanding. But an app that sort of, you know, where you got the notifications, it just comes right through on a feed. We didn't have that. Well, Tom Brady has a new company called Autograph. Now, Autograph is a great innovation because it aggregates all of the elements of fandom right there in one great app, all right? Right there in one great app. And so by doing that, by having this this great opportunity, this great deal right in the palm of your hand, you are able to keep track of whether it's your podcast you like, whether it's the the stories from TMI that you like, it could be it could be YouTube channel. It could be our YouTube channel. Maybe that's what you really like, right? All the elements of fandom right there for you to see. And it's it's right there in the palm of your hand on your phone, right? So you check that out. It's one of those deals where you go right there and you see it as I have it right here on, on the screen for you to check out all the elements of fandom right here at the palm of your hand. This is that autograph you get a chance to earn rewards for fandom as well so that's the other piece to really think about when you go to a game when you read a story when you watch a podcast right you get points for that and when you get those points you're able to redeem those points for rewards this is the great innovation that's autograph so all the things that you do as a fan already you get rewarded for that. This is an outstanding opportunity. So you get all of our stories fed right into the app. The podcast, like the Recruiting Insider, fed right there into the app. And as you watch, as you read, as you listen, you are accruing points. How might you redeem those points, right? Well, one of these great deals, I don't know if you guys saw this. I got to bring it up on my screen so you guys can see it real quick. Um, when the autograph crew came to town, they came with a gift. We know you love the Wolverines. We know you are a Wolverine. Well, we, we wanted to take that to another level, and we wanted to make you a Wolverine. I said, what the heck are you talking about? You wanted to make me a Wolverine. How do you make me a Wolverine? Well, this is how they made me a Wolverine, fellas, as I put this on the screen. I know our people over at TMI. If you made them a Wolverine like this, they would love the opportunity. Fellas, they made me a Wolverine. <laughs> they made me a Wolverine. I was like, if you make it so, you see the mic and the background and all of that, if you gave fans the opportunity to make themselves a Wolverine, do you know how many people would eat that up in a drop of a hat? Absolutely. Everyone would do it. So that's an example of the kind of, Rewards you might be able to redeem. You go to a game, you check in, you get points for that. All the aspects of fandom. You can get the app 
You can download the app by going to their website, bring your QR code as well. But the website is link, L-I-N-K dot A-G dot fan slash Sam Webb. Link dot A-G dot fan slash Sam Webb. And here is the QR code for you guys. And it's for only for iOS users right now. I'm an Android user, so I said something to him about that. You know, I think Steve's a you're, you're an iPhone guy, Steve. A longtime Android that just switched to iPhone and want to switch back to Android. Oh, I was about to say, <laughs> man, you left us. Yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. I want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't right. have iPhones? Man, we don't need to see you know, iPhone. But but I get it. I get it. iPhones are, are very, very popular. All right. So this is the QR code for those who want to try out the app. Be sure to check it out again. And for those who are listening, you can find it at link.ag.fan slash Sam Webb. And the uh, the invitation and the invite code is Sam Webb. All of the stories, the stories that we write on TMI will flow through there. All of these podcast episodes, uh, be it on YouTube or a podcast channel, they all flow through as well as some of your other favorite fan uh, consumptions they are on the app as well and then of course there'll be events that you get rewarded for also so be sure to check out autograph brought to you by tom brady's team so with that fellas uh you guys ready to be i'm gonna tell them to make you guys wolverines you ready to be made wolverines you gotta be ready to make wolverines man <laughs> yeah let's yeah let's let's do it yeah no it's fine yeah <laughs> Make you Wolverine. Uh, we'll get you one with the cat in the background, Steve. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, but boop, get boop, get boop yeah. involved. Boop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to figure out the one for you, Bryce. I got to figure out the one for you. So, uh, but folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the Michigan Recruiting Insider. If you like this podcast, be sure to rate it. Be sure to review it. Be sure to tell all your friends about it. You'll find it wherever you get or they get their podcast. It's Google, Spotify, iTunes, you name it. Then, of course, if you watch us on YouTube. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. That way you'll, every time we get another episode, you'll know when it happens or you can just get it on, find us on autograph, right? And then last but not least, where it all goes down, the michiganinsider.com. You know, that you, that includes access to all of the sites on the 24-7 Sports Network. So you want to know what those Buckeyes are talking about? Like, Ron, this time you do. Because they're the ones, in my opinion, who are gassing all of this up. They seem to have a uh, an early word on what story's going to drop. Have you noticed that? I've noticed that. So you keep track of things and put together some circumstantial evidence by being over on the Buckeye site. But it's also the, the way that you can get to our message board, which is outstanding. You know, it is it, you get a lot of great intel from our message board. So if you want information you can trust, conversation that's outstanding, access to the best team sites on the you know, in the college football and basketball landscape, subscribe to the michiganinsider.com right now. 50% off is the annual deal that's going on. So get it while you can and take advantage of the place where you can get all the information that separates the truth from the garbage out there. Until next time, folks, thanks for watching another edition of the Michigan Recruiting Insider.